This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. This week on Valley Views, we're going to flip the script and uh, interview Gary Taylor, a mover and shaker in the world of radio land. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Gary. Yeah, Gary Taylor, uh, president of the board of the radio station, and more importantly, the uh, the host of Valley Views, our weekly interview show with the uh, interesting and influential from around the valley. And you are? Oh, I myself am just a lowly DJ, Zach. I thought I'd uh, interview Gary. He seems to be doing a lot for the radio and uh, the community at large, but rarely gets to uh, take the hot seat himself. <laughs> uh, so let's get started. Gary, how did you get started here at the radio? Tell me that story. When I arrived in the Valley, I found that uh, listening to the local radio station, which I discovered quickly, I would hear music that only existed in my own personal collection. I, you'd rarely <laughs> hear it on the radio. So that intrigued me. Uh, so I went to one of the open houses, uh, which uh, we were over at the Jones Theater at the time in that uh, building, and talked with Bob Thomason, who was uh, basically running the station at that time and did for many years. Uh, and I told him I'd been involved a little bit with radio, and one thing led to another. And as happens in the Valley, you can end up a volunteer pretty quickly. And so I, <laughs> I started DJing and then helping behind the scenes a bit. Hmm. And uh, how long ago would you say that was? We've been in the Valley 11 years, and I would say that was at least uh, 10 years ago. I see, I see. All right. Uh, you are involved with the uh, High Peaks Music Festival, the Rock and Soul Jam, and a little bit on the uh, bluegrass. Tell us about that. I am on the board of uh, High Mountain Hay Fever uh, Bluegrass. Uh, we are a uh, sponsor at the radio station here uh, of the uh, Bluegrass Festival. That festival has been going on for over uh, 15 years, uh, and it's the biggest festival in town. So we're, uh, we're proud of that. It's, uh, it's donated close to $600,000 into the local community. Uh, so that's, that's, uh, that group has a lot to be proud of, and I'm a fairly new member there. Uh, on the High Peaks Music Festival, I think we're coming up on number 10. When I arrived, uh, Joni in particular had an idea about do doing a music festival, so she and I got together and tried to figure out how to make that happen. And uh, she's, she's kind of headed that up for, for the whole, whole time, so kudos to her. We've got a great uh, lineup uh, this this year. It's the 14th of uh, September, and uh, we're going to have, uh, you'll see posters up uh, pretty soon around town on that. So get your tickets early. <laughs> uh, so you're in a band that sometimes shows up at these uh, quaint little music festivals, uh, Smythe and Taylor. That's How true. That That's true. Since... Uh, since since I'm one of the people that books the acts, uh, Smythe and Taylor often get the nod to uh, come in. Hmm, Actually, uh, <laughs> uh, the way we started it, uh, Don Pinella from Dakota Blonde, hmm. uh, Roger Wise, and myself uh, chose the musical acts. And as was the model with Bluegrass, where there were two host bands, we, uh, uh, Smythe and Taylor and Dakota Blonde are the host bands and uh, appear uh, each year. And then we try to vary the rest of them, usually having six total acts for High Peaks uh, Music Festival. But uh, anyone who's played at the festival always wants to come back because it's, uh, 
It's a fun time. It's a great audience. For an outside audience, it's very uh, respectful and quiet. Hmm. Hmm. It's good. Congratulations, Westcliff. <laughs> so Valley Views, uh, what prompted you to start uh, this lovely little program we find ourselves on? A little over three years ago, we did a strategic plan, and uh, the first plank in the strategic plan was to try to get more community involvement. Uh, we're typically a music radio station, and that, that's our bread and butter. But the thought was, if we had some... Uh, quote, talk, unquote, shows, mm. uh, maybe that would help. So I decided to try a an interview show, and it's been running for maybe three years, and I think it's, uh, we're, we're, getting a, we're getting a good listener base on that, and it's a way for any of the 501c3s or other organizations within the community to get out and tell their story. Ah. So we... I try to time it such that if there's an event coming up for an organization that we air a week ahead of time so we can mm. do that mm. sort of thing. Uh, we've got the, the theater season is starting, and we'll interview folks from the theater uh, two or three times during the season. Uh, it's always, that's always a highlight. Ah. Heads up, everyone. <laughs> uh, so tell me about a bit behind the scenes of Valley Views. How does... So... Valley Views uh, usually starts off by you have to get a guest. And, and so I keep a list of guests. I talk to folks around town, mm -hmm. uh, gauge their interest in uh, being on the program, and when might be a good time. Keep that list. So uh, I try to keep two to three weeks out in terms of the schedule. And sometimes the challenge is uh, uh, I've approached groups that... Uh, it just doesn't work out for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's a combination of, nah, they're not that interested in telling their story, perhaps, or they're nervous about being on the radio. Uh, and I can understand that. For the most part, uh, people are anxious to be here and enjoy the conversation as it, as it goes. So uh, I'm somewhat limited by my contacts. I've got pretty good contacts through the community. But uh, there are folks around... But occasionally, uh, when an interview ends, I'll ask the guests, who else should I interview? Mm. So that I can get some new names that I'm not thinking of. Because there's a lot of things going on in town, and I don't know about all of them for sure. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Who's been your favorite guest so far? Oh, that's a good question. Um, we had a, a Disney illustrator that came in ah, through, the, through the... Uh, uh, Sangre's Art Guild. Mm -hmm. That was a, a great interview. Uh, through Dark Skies was an astronaut from oh. my home state of Ohio, which is where many of the astronauts came from for some reason. You know, John Glenn and uh, Neil Armstrong had Ohio roots. So that was a fascinating interview. And both those were really polished speakers, if you will. Mm. You know, they had a good story to tell, and they told, told it many times. Ah. So those were interested. But there's a lot of interesting things within the Valley here. Every organization has a pretty interesting story to tell, and, uh, you know, I just try to ferret that out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you had a few questions yourself. I was going to... It is your show. <laughs> Zach Byers here, who's in the other chair, uh, is... A DJ here at the station. 
How did you find your way to the DJ chair? I don't remember, quite frankly. Oh, uh, funny enough, uh, I was listening to the radio, just scanning through, looking for some uh, good music, and I found it on 91.7 FM, uh, shameless self-plugs. Um, and I found it, and I had heard, uh, oh, we're looking for DJs, this and that, and it was just, oh, well, the radio station's on 2nd Street. I could just walk in and see how it's going. And I walked in, and I think I walked in while Valley Views was being recorded because huh? somebody was in uh, the recording room and no one else was here. It was just, oh, that's strange. I guess I'll just take down this number of uh, whoever this guy is, Gary Taylor, see if I can call him. He didn't pick up, but uh, don't know why. And uh, I came back a few days later, and I ran into uh, A.J. Bakerstaff, one of the uh, great fellows here, and... Uh, he showed me the ropes, and eventually they let me have the board without uh, parental supervision, and I've just been off to the races since. <laughs> and what is it about DJing that brings you back uh, once a week, once a month, uh, whatever it tends to be? Oh, it's just, uh, it's fun. Like, it's <laughs> it's not as fun as you'd think. It's mostly sitting around uh, lining up some music to play for... Uh, few hundred people that might be listening but it's just like oh yeah cool we have uh we have these really deep tracks that just never get played like i've never heard the doors spanish caravan in real life i've never heard uh what is it gangster of love or space cowboy (laughs) everyone knows the joker but he had those were actual songs it always blew me away about Mm -hmm. steve miller and uh I think that's just really fun. Like, just think of, okay, I've got one dumb joke and a couple of songs. Let's, let's put an hour together. <laughs> so when you're at home just playing music, what tends to pop up on your CD deck or your uh, iPhone? Mm. Mm. Uh, that's, that's tough. I usually listen to all of my music on uh, Shuffle like everything I have, which could be uh, heavy metal, jazz, to classic rock, to some stupid K-pop or something. And uh, that's how I usually enjoy my music, everything alphabetically, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I've only gotten halfway through, but here or there. Many of the DJs I've found have a similar musical interest profile in that they tend to like different genres and they don't mind mixing them up uh, when they're listening. So they can come in on a Music Your Way show and do a country show or a rock show or a folk show. Those there Many people are capable of doing many of those things. And you could be one of them, listener at home. Now, it's also the case that uh, many of the DJs uh, get into helping behind the scenes and you're getting into... Uh, helping work with the library, I understand. Oh, yeah. Um, so how it works here is we've got a computer with a few thousands of songs on it, and it's... Uh, 54,000, to be exact, because I asked AJ the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got 54,000 songs on a computer, and you can look them up and find mostly what you need. And we also have a couple CD players you could bring stuff in. But uh, the stuff we keep on the computer, that's... That could be anything. Like, there's things in there that no one's ever heard, no one's ever seen. And do we really need them in there? Someone's probably not going to play them. So we've we've got to do a bit of uh, gardening for that, weeding out the uh, some of the tracks. There's a lot of maintenance involved behind the scenes, uh, and this is just one example mm. of that. And I know AJ has spent many 
hundreds of hours working with that, as has Sandy and others over over the over the span of time. Over the uh, decade, <laughs> exactly, has been here. exactly, exactly. Oh, uh, question for you: What uh, big plans do we have for the future of the radio? Uh, that's always a good question. As I mentioned, coming into this, uh, this program started because of the strategic plan three years ago, mm-hmm. and it was a three-year plan. So this uh, first quarter of 2019 was a time to redo the strategic plan, and mm-hmm. we were in the final stages of that. And that will help drive things over the next, oh, um, well, three, that, that'll help drive things over the next three years. Uh, exciting things that we have coming up. Uh, we're looking for a different format for our May o- open house, so stay tuned for that. Cool. Um, we would like to think we could move it a bit more outside. Mm. Uh, of course, mm. the back room that we have been using has uh, uh, disappeared here in this building. It's uh, moved over a block or so. Uh, but we're thinking of uh, doing a little bit of a street fair for the May Ah, open house. Ah, uh, we'll have music on the patio, and also uh, rock and soul jam, uh, which will be the third annual, uh, is really ramped up. Bob Reed is doing a great job of putting that together. This time, the PA Rockers will be here. Uh, a big show band, uh, soul review show band, Sugar Bear, is going to be here, as well as uh, Chris Daniels and the Kings, which is a well-known Denver. Uh, mm-hmm. base group. So uh, that that's that's going to be great. And we've got a good lineup uh, for uh, High Peaks Music Festival. Also, the radio station is taking over Summer in the Park this year. Oh. Uh, from uh, uh, Garrett Carlson has been involved for the 10 years that I've been here. He's put more than his share into it. Uh, so the radio station is going to pick that up this year. And uh, we're a little behind, but we're currently trying to book all the final acts so that we can announce that those concerts are Sunday afternoon at uh, 2 o'clock and free to the public. And we've typically gotten at least 100 people uh, here in the last couple seasons, so it's uh, quite well attended. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> well, uh, Gary, thank you for your time. Let's. Uh, Zach, thanks for uh, sitting in. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I could be here. Uh, We'll see you later, Radioland. Until next time. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground 